0: Hello, you're listening to the Friday's Forever Podcast. My name is Mike.
1: And I'm Karen, And we are... Fridays
0: Forever. Thanks for joining us. All right, welcome everybody. How are you doing out there in podcast land? How are you, Miss Friday?
1: I'm good, Mr. Friday.
0: Awesome, awesome. We have a great... Little Friday's Forever podcast this week, and thanks for downloading, and we hope that it's a joy to you. You know, we always start off talking about some of our adventures that we have um, been on around the Smoky Mountains, East Tennessee, Western North Carolina, and other places also. And then we do a segment following that called Journey to Hope, where we take a recent uh, blog post from my wife, Karen, And you can find her at caringgirlfriday.com, and you can read all of the information that she has there, and she has so many great posts that relate to life that we can take and glean different things from. But once you get us started, what are we going to talk about on our adventures?
1: Well, let's start off, Mike, with the Hawk Skylift.
0: The Hawk Skylift. It's located in Weirs Valley, Tennessee, a beautiful area. The peaceful side of the Smokies, I guess.
1: Yes. Somebody at work today just asked me how you distinguish between Sevierville, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, and then where's Weirs Valley and Townsend in comparison to those in proximity?
0: You're asking me?
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Well, how would you describe where Wears valley is?
0: Well, Wears Valley is a valley that lies between uh, Townsend, Tennessee and Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and it's a beautiful valley and one of the neat things about the Hawks Skylift is that you can take this Skylift which was just opened up in July of this year, mm-hmm. 2021. Early July. And you can actually see the Great Smoky Mountains, and you can see the beautiful Weirs Valley.
1: Mm-hmm. So pretty. It was a pretty day and a pretty ride up there, and just been open three months.
0: Yeah, they have horseback riding, and um, they're hoping to expand it to a lot of other different things, but we did enjoy it. It was so peaceful. You couldn't hear any cars. We could just hear some birds Chirping in the trees and the fall leaves were starting to change. It was really, really pretty. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. At this point, we just ride up and go to the top where they have kind of like a greeting area. It's
0: called the hawk's nest, I believe.
1: Yes, the hawk's nest and a big TV and rocking chairs and chess Checkers, I guess.
0: hmm uh, Checkers.
1: And uh, cornhole and just different things. And you, everybody gets a ball of water and a moon pie.
0: Yeah, they actually give you... Yeah, you, whenever you get to the top, they, they give you one of those. And we had a caramel moon pie, I believe mm-hmm. it was, we shared together. Yes. And we just sit there in... Um, In a chair and rocked away And looked at the beautiful views Mm -hmm. And they also have horseback riding And that's open now At least um, I'm sure it will be seasonable But Mm -hmm. um, just a beautiful Beautiful place to go and um, Check out Yeah, we encourage you to go there As with all of our adventures You can find the video content On our YouTube uh, Page, which is Fridays Forever If you just search Fridays Forever It'll pop up and you can actually see our adventure going to the Hawk Skylift in Wears Valley, Tennessee. What's next?
1: Yeah, let's talk about the Cherokee Skyway.
0: Oh, what a beautiful road. Mm-hmm. I have um, so enjoyed this many, many times on my motorcycle, but this was your first time, wasn't it?
1: My first experience riding along with you and going to all the overlooks, and we were hoping for some fall colors, and at the bottom, there wasn't much, but as we went up to the top, a little bit more, a little bit more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and um, wow, just the big sweeping curves and the views you can see forever. Um, It actually runs between Teleco Plains, Tennessee, and Robbinsville, North Carolina. So if you were coming from the south on vacation to the Smokies, we would definitely recommend that you... Jump over to Telco Plains and hit the Cherokee Skyway up to Robbinsville, and then you can go on around, if you would like, through Cherokee and across the top of the mountain. If you're in the Smokies and you're coming south, you can come down through by Cherokee, beautiful drive up over the top of uh, the Smoky Mountains down through Cherokee, Bryson City to Robbinsville and hit the Cherokee Skyway there. But just an amazing, amazing trip, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. It really was. And um, a lot of people say it's like a little known or best kept secret um, besides motorcycle riders and some sports enthusiasts who have sports cars. but Yeah. Um,
0: Elevation, I think, uh, up around 5,000 feet. So plenty of places to pull over if you want to have a picnic. We saw picnic tables just about, I guess, at every stop where you could have a family picnic Mm -hmm. or or whatever you'd like to do.
1: And check out our video on our YouTube channel. It gives you a lot more details, things like it's 43 miles long, how many years it took construction, and a whopping figure about how much it cost.
0: Yeah, I think it was $100 million Mm -hmm. to build um, several years ago. But it is a beautiful, beautiful area to explore. You do want to check... And uh, make sure that it's open, especially in the seasonal times, especially winter, because down at the bottom, it, the weather could be great, but the top, it could be really cloudy or even snowy and icy. So you want to make sure that you check that out. But we love that you're a Halo Skyway, and mm-hmm. we'll definitely be back again, right?
1: Right. So check it out in our library.
0: What's next?
1: Our story.
0: Oh, we did a video about our story. Many people have been asking, you know, they're always asking questions about us, wanting to get to know us and find out more information, and I guess that's a good thing in many ways. But um, we took the time and went all the way back to where we actually met.
1: Mm -hmm. At East Tennessee State University in Johnson City, Tennessee, um, in a sociology class called Marriage and Family.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And Mike. was able to come to an event on campus on the college campus and hear me give a testimony about when I met Christ as Savior and and the next day we next class period we talk we met and the rest is history. But our story, "This Is Us" video takes you from that point on to today. Um, Some where we got married.
0: Yeah, we actually go back to the church and Mm -hmm. uh, sit on the steps there where we got married, and we told, um, or we tell actually, of our journey of Mm -hmm. the places we've lived and, mm and and what we were able to do there, and then we ended up. Yeah, where we had our honeymoon in the video.
1: Yes, the Brookside Inn in Gatlinburg, Tennessee.
0: Yeah, so we end up there in a swing. And if you'd like to watch the video to learn more about us, you can do that. It's again, it's on our um, YouTube page. But uh, we enjoyed doing that, didn't we? We
1: did. We met some subscribers when we were filming at the Brookside. They were staying there. So that was kind of neat. We love meeting subscribers and people who know us.
0: Yeah, it's always fun to, um, to be able to hang out and find out where they're from, a little bit about them, and um, because they see us a lot, but um, always a joy to do that, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's our story. And uh, folks, we're going to transition here in just a couple of minutes, don't go anywhere, to our Journey to Hope segment. Hey, we'd love for you to be able to um, find us on all of our social media platforms, Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. Please come over there and like that page we post pictures and a lot of other things and we can talk back and forth it's a good place to contact us through messenger and our email address is fridays forever the number two at gmail.com our mailing address is fridays forever p.o box 9024 gray tennessee 37615 Okay, Ken. let's jump in here on our Journey to Hope segment this week. Um, you posted, and the title of your post was Worshiping God More Than Music and Church. What? What do you mean? It's more. I thought if I just let's put on a little music and went to church once a week, or maybe on Wednesdays too, that everything was all right. Mm-hmm. That must not be the case in your, in your article here. We're going to jump into it. So, you know, what does worshiping God look like in our daily lives? Just ask yourself that question if you're listening to the podcast. What does worshiping God look like to you? I mean, how can we worship the Lord with our life? Because we often limit worship to just going to church. You know, we say things like, uh, what, Karen, what, what do we say?
1: We went to worship this morning, or, hey, y'all join us for sun, Sunday for worship.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, so worship becomes about music intended to lead us into God's presence, and those are both really great things, right? hmm And gathering with the family of God for corporate worship, is it's, it's biblical, and it's powerful, and great music, anointed music that speaks directly to our hearts. Uh, carrying us before God's throne room and all—that's that's all great things, and it helps our soul and points us to God.
1: Yeah, really good things. But do we realize that the Almighty is worthy of our daily worship? It's not—it's not about Sunday and then waiting until the next Sunday, seven days later to go into worship again in our hearts. So are we faithful to give him praise and thanksgiving every day, not just Sundays or special holidays? Mm-hmm. Do we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, an act of spiritual worship? And if you reference that in Romans twelve one, and we God's word says we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, because it's easy to allow the world and the enemy to distract us from worship in our daily lives. So instead, our hearts will worship our desires and ways or what the world has to offer. We may give our life as worship to people, to things. Hey, self-worship, that's a big thing in our culture, fame or fortune.
0: Yeah, so let's do this. Let's look at some of the ways that you've outlined here to worship God in our daily lives. So we want these things to be practical, things that you can take and hopefully uh, think about them, pray about them. So first up, worshiping God, the Creator, Karen. So all creation shows us how to worship the Creator. It's simply recognizing the beauty surrounding us, speaking of the beauty up on the Cherokee Skyway and many places in the Great Smoky Mounds, Western North Carolina, just looking and going, wow, God's mm-hmm. masterpiece, right? That's what
1: I was getting to say, Mike. I mean, all of our adventures are so fun, but the views of the mountains and right now during autumn, but really all seasons, all year long, it just, creation just reminds us, of who God is. And think about things like this. Every time we see a sunset, a glimmer of light shining through the window, or we stand in awe at twinkling of stars or the ebb and flow of the ocean, and admire the autumn foliage like we've just done recently, Mike, Mm -hmm. it reminds us that all of creation worships our glorious God. And it Cues us in that we're to worship the creator, not his created beings.
0: Yeah, but sometimes it's hard in this life because we see those things and we go, well, I just want to be here. But we have to take it beyond that and go, who created this? Mm -hmm. And many people are still wondering today, you know, is there a God? And you stop and you look and you just listen sometimes when you're out in the mountains. And I don't know how you come away with anything other than there is a creator, and he wants us, and he designed us and our bodies to worship him, our mind, our spirit, everything about us. Mm-hmm. So that's the creator. Now, what about holiness? You know, in, in Psalm 24, 3 and 4, Karen, it says, Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Question, therefore, who shall stand in his holy place? Another question He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Hmm who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. So the imagery here both makes our souls leap and causes us to pause, if you think about it. Because David, writing this, knew what it meant to stand in God's presence. And he also knew how sin separated him from God, Karen.
1: Yeah, because the Lord created our souls to actually desire this accent up His heel and to stand in His holy place, this ascent. But it requires something of us. It requires that we submit to the Lord's holiness in our lives and allow Him to cleanse us from sin. So clean hands and a pure heart from Psalm 24 is surrendering to God's word and asking him to cleanse us from sin. This is worship. This is worshiping God with our life. Worship the Lord's holiness. Offer him thanksgiving and praise for making us holy.
0: I like that part about surrendering because many people think, well, if I just work enough or if I just do enough, that uh, that's that's going to get me into heaven and they they set themselves up for failure because within ourselves and inside of us it's impossible really to live this Christian life but when we say and when we wake up and want to say God I just surrender to you this day this next 30 minutes is going to be difficult whatever you may be going through surrender it to God that is the worship mm-hmm. through holiness that you're talking about just right like
1: King David I mean he's He asked the Lord, he petitioned the Lord not only to cleanse him from sin, but to give him clean hands and a pure heart and to make him holy. And that's the same thing we can petition the Lord for in our lives.
0: Okay, so worshiping God by seeking him. And also in Psalm 24, um, verses 5 and 6 Says he will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of His salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of God of Jacob. Again, that's Psalm twenty-four, verses five and six. So the Bible encourages us to seek the Lord's kingdom and righteousness. And we see that in Matthew six, thirty-three, and to pray, seek God's face and turn from wicked ways for forgiveness of sin and healing of our land here on this earth. And that's again in Second Chronicles 7, 14. And in Hebrews eleven six. it tells us God rewards those who earnestly seek Him.
1: Yeah, because the Lord wants us to not only seek Him, but to do it in an earnest way. Earnestly just paints that picture of with everything we've got, we just want to seek Him because what we seek, we worship. What we worship, we seek. I like that. So let's think about these things, these reflections that we can ask ourselves from Galatians one ten. Am I seeking to please people or God? Another reflection, do I seek things? Or seek God's face about how I spend the resources He gives me. What about this? Do I seek my own kingdom or God's kingdom in my life? And then finally, am I seeking notoriety, position, beauty, knowledge, or fortune, or am I seeking the God seated on His holy throne, spiritual riches? treasure in heaven, and wisdom from above. Wow, I mean, and like we say weekly on the podcast, none of these things are easy, but we ask the Lord to help us to keep Mm -hmm. changing our desires, to help us be more like Him, more holy, and to seek to be all these things um, in Christ and to worship and seek Him alone.
0: Yeah, and we know you guys are like us. We were on this journey uh, together and journey to hope. And it, you read about these things that, that Karen just um, mentioned or listened to them and, and just think, you know, wow, um, especially, I guess, Karen, as we get a little older in age, uh, things begin to come together a little bit differently than when you're young. Um, but thinking about how much God loves us, how important it is to make our lives count for something more than the things of this world and to share our lives with others, to put a smile on our face, to encourage people at every opportunity that we can, to treat people with respect. And all these things are great, but we also need to take our lives and use them as instruments of worship like you're talking about. And that happens daily, doesn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. We worship every day with our life.
1: I listen to worship music Sunday through Saturday. Um, I pray daily, offering worship to the Lord for who He is and thanksgiving for what He has done. And I strive to make it a daily habit to read the Bible and devotionals. And it doesn't mean that we're always going to get these things right. It's about striving and asking the Lord to give us a desire for these things. I want to desire to walk in the Spirit, Mike, repent of sin, and seek God's face, which is a spiritual act of worship.
0: Yeah, you know, but we've always got to remember it's about the heart, and it's not a checklist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yes, if we have, we're going to have those days that we fail to worship God with our lips, our heart, and life, but we ask the Lord to help us, and we surrender to Him daily
1: yeah so worship is not only singing at church but it's also a daily surrender to the Lord it's a it's surrendering to the Lord every day it's walking in the spirit repenting of sin seeking God's face all a spiritual act of worship so think about how do you worship God daily in in your life, not just on Sundays, not just on special occasions, but daily in your life and with your life.
0: Well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please share it with your friends. And until next time, we are Fridays
1: forever.
0: Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.
1: Thanks for joining us.